Hey everybody, this is Adam, co-host of the podcast you're about to listen to. Don't skip this, it's not an ad. I'm just dropping in to let you know that this episode was originally recorded and released way back in April 2019. Back then, it was for subscribers only, but now we're making it available publicly for the first time. If you're a Patreon or Supercast subscriber, there's a good chance you've already heard this episode. So to make it worth your while again, when you hear this sound, which I'm sure you recognize as the screeching of a murder owl, that means keep your ears peeled for a massive update about all of the destruction and violence owls have been dishing out in the months since we first released this episode. I assure you, they are as much of a threat now as they were back when they murdered Michael Peterson's wife. Anyway, no matter where you're listening, we thank you kindly for doing so, We love you. Let's get to the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Pretty Scary. Pretty scary boo! Caitlin! Robert the doll? I did hear Robert the doll. <laughs> I did too. I did hear Robert the doll, and if people at home heard Robert the doll, please let us know on the Discord server. Have I sent you the link to the Discord? There's a whole pretty scary chat room. No. Where you could be talking to people. They talk about pretty scary all the time. They love you so much. Are you being facetious? No. Because honestly, if I go on there and it's just people talking about how much they hate me, I will <laughs> entrap myself. I will put a door or a uh, a chair underneath my bedroom door and like not come out for days. No, it's not. People love just you. cry. It's great. People uh, talk about the episodes. I'll send you the link. But that's not what we're talking about today. No. We're talking about one of my pet topics one of my crusades in life yeah when birds attack out of all animals we've talked about i tend to want to come back to dogs you always want to come back to birds i don't know why that is i don't know what compels me to want to keep bringing up the fact that birds do sometimes attack people i was reading the notes this morning and i was like god these notes are very pointed it's almost like he has an axe to grind we're not just talking about owls today though because one of the it is hev- heavily owl, but go ahead. Well, because they're the they're the naughtiest bird, right? I would argue they're not the deadliest. One of these in here, the Johnny Cash one, I thought was very interesting. I hadn't heard that story, and now I also want to read the Johnny Cash book. It's so good. Yeah, I read it more than ten years ago, like a long, long when I lived in South Dakota. I read it, and yeah, I covered the story that we're going to talk about in a cracked article, maybe five or six years ago. Was and he the one who married Loretta Lynn? No. I'm so dumb when it comes to this. He married June Carter. Okay. June Carter Cash? The Loretta Lynn of the Carter family. Okay. But uh, we'll get to Johnny Cash. But the the story that 
made me want to cover this happened just last week, and it involves one of the three birds that we're going to be talking about today, which is the cassowary. Mm -hmm. There's an article on Britannica.com called Six of the World's Most Dangerous Birds. If you want to go out and read them out about more of them, just want to throw it out there. Owls are two of them. Mm -hmm. There are two owls on the list. Right. So just saying. What else was on the list? There were, I know, cassowary and the ostrich, which are the two we're talking about in addition to owls. And then there was the barred owl, the emu, and the lammergeier. What's a lammergeier? Bearded vulture. It looks like a Game of Thrones bird. It cracks open the victim's bones and allows the birds to access the marrow. Oh, my God. A marrow cracker. They they dine on carrion, especially bones, which they drop from heights as great as 80 meters onto flat rocks below. This cracks open the victim's bones and allows the birds to access the marrow. Attacks on humans are either rare or even anecdotal. That's why I didn't include the lammergeier. In the list. And then it's the great horned owl and the barred owl. Mm -hmm. So we're talking about those two fucking owls, the ostrich and the cassowary, which the cassowary I hadn't heard of until last week. Yeah, I hadn't heard of either. It almost looks like a peacock. It looks a lot like a peacock. It's apparently in the emu family, but it's, it's a pretty bird. Correct. Very pretty bird. And it will fucking cut you. So pretty bird, but bad bird. Right. Never trust a big bird and a smile. Correct. This bird is poison. <laughs> it was a Bell Biv DeVoe reference. Yep. <laughs> is that the BBD? Bell Biv. Is that the BBD bell? DeVoe dinger. Yep. Bell Biv the dinger. Biv DeVoe. Bell Biv bell. the dinger. It's pretty good. We'll work on it. It's pretty good. So uh, the cassowary, its innermost three toes bear a long dagger-like nail. Much like my toes, I'm in the process of moving, and my nail clippers are here, but I spend most of the time at the other place, so my nails are just getting out Why of control. Why don't you just have Kevin file them down? I should. That's not a bad idea. I'll ask when we get downstairs. Shave off, t- <laughs> Shave off some rent. The best part about all the Kevin riffs is that he's always downstairs to hear them clearly. That's what makes it so fun. Hey, Carrie, want to kill Kevin today? <laughs> Always. 23 skidoo. Who's going to the guinea pigs? If not for the guinea pigs, we would have done this. Them? Who's going to raise the not pigs? Me. Kevin must live so the guinea pigs can live. Oh, wait. I've got David Rosenberg's number. <laughs> I, I don't trust David Rosenberg with guinea pigs, no matter how much he likes them. How many do you think he's put up his butthole? All of them. I know, right? All of them At except the these time. two. That's why this mission is so important. So the cassowary, it's got these three dagger-like nails, can run up to 31 miles per hour, which go outside and try to run 30 miles an hour. Get chased by a car driving 30 miles an hour. Doesn't seem that fast until it catches you and runs you over. Right. I probably run at a, is five miles an hour, that's like a light jog. Well, if you're on a treadmill, if you're up to five miles an hour, you're kind of, you're sprinting a little bit. Okay. God, 31 is fast then. Yeah. To go six times that, I would fly off the treadmill. Oh, yeah. I would die. <laughs> I yeah, if it was 31 miles but an I hour. I feel like you would have your vape, The treadmill your would explode. In your mouth still. <laughs> <laughs> you would go out like a rock star. In 2012, a cassowary kicked a tourist off a ledge and into a body of water, which 
that's a fun story. But like, why was he so close to the ledge? They say one of the most common reasons this bird and the ostrich both tend to attack is when they're approaching people trying to get food. Like, there's a lot of videos of people on those safari things where you just are in your car and animals walk up and ostriches just attacking the fucking car. I've got that story. That happened to you? <laughs> yes. What, what, tell me about it. Well, should we wait till we get to ostrich? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do that. Placements uh, everything, Adam. In 1926, a boy was killed while hunting cassowaries. The bird jumped on him while he was on the ground and slashed his jugular vein. What are the chances that it hit, like, one of your primary veins that you need to live? That I wonder if it did that on purpose. Like it knew. I wonder if it has like a. Well, I know what most animals' weak point is because with pretty much any animal, if you can slice their neck, that's gonna you'll probably kill them. Yeah. So I wonder if it like because where else would it even? Cassowary sense. Like I guess it could Johnny Cash it, but then you risk the belt buckle saving the day, which right? Who knows? Yeah, I I kind of wondered if that was the case. Like maybe it knew to attack there. Next time I'm gonna wear like a steel turtleneck. Next time I'm I'm hunting cassowaries for sure. Well, I think in one of these, the person was attacked when he was – I thought it was a cassowary story. Someone was attacked when they were hunting a cassowary, and then they got attacked. I was was reading something. That was this guy, but the the attack that happened – Yeah, cassowary kills Florida man. Most recently, it was 75-year-old Marvin House. Uh, He was a rare bird breeder. Same as a snake breeder. You can't. Yeah, especially not a bird that people are like, look, it'll kill you. Right. Like we had in, uh, I, for some reason, I didn't put it in the notes, but this bird is in the same class as like leopards and uh, certain other, like, I forget, I think alligators. Wow. It's in that same ownership class where if you want to have one as a pet or keep one contained on your premises, there are really specific rules for how to cage it and because otherwise it'll kill you it's tough because i think with like a leopard or a lion or an alligator like you know like you you run or you know like they're definitely unsafe it this is just a bird right and it's very pretty it's a very pretty bird i'm sure he knew the danger and that's the thing this isn't a case of oh this guy did something stupid right and of course he deserved to die that's the thing about these attacks and even Keeping alligators or big cats, you still don't hear stories like this a lot. Right. And a lot of people keep these animals as trainers or whatever. Like, this guy isn't at fault for what happened to him. He fell. He was Mm -hmm. trying to feed the bird, and he fell. And presumably had it caged the way it's supposed to be caged. But he fell, and that startled the bird, and animals don't like to be startled remember that story it was just a couple years ago about a pit bull that mauled a baby to death no and they were the whole family was just sitting on the bed with the dog and the baby and the baby like flinched a little bit and it startled the dog and the dog just fucking snapped and i think killed the kid almost instantly i uh, having babies and even kids around animals that are typically like domesticated it's still it's they've got a it some some of them still an animal still an animal and it's like i would not have my kid near that like i don't it's one thing it's one thing if you have like a declawed cat a cat a declawed cat is gonna like maybe it'll paw at a baby but 
it's not going to do that much damage. Or a really small dog that isn't capable of, well, the baby's in its bed. Your fucking Yorkie's not going to jump in the bed and maul that baby. Right. But like pit bulls and German shepherds, you just never know with animals. Like 100%. it only takes one time for them to freak out and attack someone. I don't know what a dog's going to do. I mean, how awful must those parents feel? Yeah. I don't know. I wonder if also this is something where like with a crocodile, you're supposed to run in a zigzag pattern. If you do that with like a cassowary or an ostrich, that's what I do. Like I always pretend like not that I'm in a situation like this very often, (laughs) but if I am around a deadly creature, I'm always like, pretend you're back in dodgeball and just go in a zigzag (laughs) pattern and pray and scream. I think the problem with... (laughs) Until the PE teacher blows the whistle. I think the problem with these bird attacks is they can jump way high in the air and just like pounce on you Ugh. and then they have their wings so they can like guide where they land and it's but even scarier yeah it's it's fucking terrifying and this bird the guy fell and the bird got startled and probably did the same thing i'm assuming it sliced this guy's throat open or something yeah and he died shortly thereafter that's sad yeah sad but I think just, again, the overall theme of this podcast, sometimes birds attack people. <laughs> That's all. It's a public service S- announcement more than anything. Sometimes a lot of things attack people. <laughs> but birds, too. <laughs> so we're going to talk about an ostrich story next. The ostrich is the largest living bird. Oh, I forgot to mention the cassowary, mm-hmm. also sometimes referred to as a living dinosaur. Did, have, have you seen any pictures of its feet? No. Let's... Uh, me and Chet Wilde looked at this the other day. They are basically like cassowary feet just pops up. They're basically dinosaur. Oh yeah, claws like they very reptilian. They look very much like some Jurassic Park shit. And, and birds are you actually have two cassowary feet right now, right on your person? Yes, and like people forget, birds are descended from dinosaurs. A lot of dinosaurs oh. had feathers, so you know, cassowary is a fucking dinosaur. It'll murder you. So will an ostrich. Yep. Uh, adult male ostriches. Uh, is that? I wonder if that's ostrichi. Probably ostriches. Ostrich. <laughs> <laughs> this is a hard eye. Adult males can be up to nine feet tall, but almost half of that height is their stupid long neck. So even five feet, though, and then four feet of neck. <laughs> yeah, that would be pretty horrifying, especially yeah. if you're only like five feet tall. Right. And it's... <laughs> Got its head drunken down its shoulders, <laughs> and then all of a sudden it expands up another four feet. And they do that when they're ready to attack. They crouch down and put their, their wings, wings out. out. Uh, it relies on its legs for protection, can run up to 45 miles an hour. That's fast. Yes, even faster than the caraway. It, w- it would cassowary. win. Caraway. Cassowary. Cassowary. It would win a race against a cassowary. Correct. But then hopefully there would be a really fun fight at the end like why can't we get that fighting ring going like a cassowary versus ostrich league i mean i don't see why we couldn't yeah next time should i which one should i bring you bring the ostrich (laughs) uh i'll bring the cassowary can you imagine if i had it like hogtied and it just like pecked (laughs) the side of my face as i drove to burbank tied up in your trunk an hour or to the top of my roof like a christmas tree (laughs) just bungee cord up there uh it can also cut your shit right open with its claws. That's what it does. When it jumps in the air, it sticks a claw out and tries to slice its prey open, basically. 
So when my mom lived in South Africa, we did a safari at Kruger National Park. And there was a sign even when you come in that says, like, don't stop anywhere for too long because if anything happens, it's on you. Right. And it's like, it looks like it's hand painted in blood <laughs> as you drive into the park. So my brother being possibly slightly on the spectrum lowers his window to take pictures and an ostrich comes up and it looks friendly, right? And then reels his head back. And luckily, my brother had the wherewithal to put his camera down and start uh, uh, putting the window up, but it almost got its head in to start pecking at him. (laughs) Yeah, so then my dad had to drive off or my stepdad. uh, But there was also another section where... I want to say there was like a pack of like six to eight lions all feasting on a zebra. And we found and we stopped for a while. But later on at the end of the tour, they were like, oh, that's like one of the worst places to stop. Because if they feel like you are threatening them or might take their their prey that they're eating, because they looked over at us a couple of times, like what has happened in the past is um and one of the reasons they put the sign up is Japanese tourists will get out to take pictures, get out of their car <laughs> to take pictures, and they'll get mauled. Or or the um, tigers will come over and lions, whatever. Bears. Eat, oh, my. And eat their tires so they can't go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I know. And I mean, who's like on park patrol? It's not – they're not sanctioned like they are in America. Right. So you can be there. I mean, do you get eaten to death? That turns into a horror death? movie. Do you dehydrate? You're also in Africa. I mean, it's crazy. That's the plot of Cujo. Yeah. It's just a mom and her kid trapped in a car with a rabid dog outside. Yep. Yikes. 100. Uh, so let's talk about what an ostrich did to Johnny Cash. This is one of my favorite fucking stories in it was so interesting, yeah. music history. Uh, like I said, I wrote about it on Cracked a bunch of years ago. And since then, people have been rediscovering it and writing articles about it. But uh, I feel like I was the first one to read that book. And I mean, the story comes from Johnny Cash's book. Right. Did like, you ghostwrite the book? I did. Okay. I well, am then, actually yeah, Johnny. Cash. I wrote most of Johnny Cash's hits. Okay. <laughs> Especially the prison ones, the prison blues. Right. Okay, right. good. No. Did he sing A Girl Named Sue? A Boy Named Sue. A Boy yeah. Named Sue. Okay. He did. Written by yeah, Shel Silverstein. Yeah, I was into his music for a while. I love Johnny Cash. I, I fucking called into work the day he died. I was very sad. Okay, so was that the one that Reese Witherspoon was in with yeah. uh, the guy with the cleft lip? Uh, <laughs> no. Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix. Who I, I hated Joaquin Phoenix's portrayal. He made Johnny Cash seem like he was mentally handicapped. <sighs> I think that's like in acting class, <laughs> he only wants to portray people as <laughs> mentally underdeveloped. That could be. It's his shtick. Because I just saw a preview for a movie where he was in a wheelchair and he had the exact same, like that was his, that's his person. That's his forever character. Yeah. It was a good movie though. Walk yeah, the Line's good really good. Movie. In the Johnny Cash book, it's called uh, Johnny Cash, the biography mm-hmm. and, or the autobiography. He wrote it. And it is fascinating. Oh, but if he's mentally handicapped, how could he write it? Exactly. That's mm. what I didn't like about I I felt like Joaquin Phoenix made Johnny Cash look dumb. Yeah. And Johnny Cash was super fucking smart. Right. I feel like he was uh, maybe not book smart or book smart and street smart. Definitely street smart. Definitely street smart. Probably not super book smart, but he read right. and he was really socially conscious and things like there's no... Like, he's not like Elvis, where there's a bunch of really unfortunate racist shit in his past. Like, Johnny Cash was the shit. Like, yeah. He was the best. 
Uh, and this story, it's in in the Cash autobiography, and it happens in 1981. There is an especially cold winter in Tennessee, and Johnny Cash had set up an exotic animal sanctuary behind the House of Cash, which was his... It became a museum at one point, but then it got flooded and they shut it down. But it was where he lived in Tennessee. Mm -hmm. And he had this animal sanctuary behind it. And at one point, the uh, this this weather had killed half of the ostriches he had on his property. Uh, at one point, the hen refused to be captured and returned to the barn. So she froze to death. And Well, that's on her. Th right, like, exactly. Get together, hen. Yeah, that, I mean, that was her fault. Right. But she had a partner. And his his woman, my man's gonna save me. Well, his woman died, right. so he he was a little edgy. Mm -hmm. But like Johnny Cash actually but where, says, where was he though when she like was not? You know what I mean? Was he next to her when she froze to death? Where where was he then? He was probably like, I can't fucking tell her what to do, right? Like it was eighty one, right. so like the Equal Rights Amendment had been Hens at least be talked cray. about, right? Exactly. Yeah. So he was probably just in the barn. But since she died, and this is Johnny Cash's speculation, uh, it made him a little cranky, made made her, her male partner a little upset. Mm -hmm. And at one point, Johnny Cash is walking through the woods on his property at night, and this male ostrich just jumps out into his path. And it crouches down and spreads out its wings. And I think I left this out of the notes, but he gets past it the first time, and I think he just like made a bunch of noises and it ran off or something. Crouching ostrich, hidden dragon. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Hidden dagger. Mm -hmm. It's in his foot. And after he gets past it the first time, he's like, well, that's going to happen again. So he decides on the way back, he's going to take a stick with him. And he's walking back. And sure enough. Wait, so did it say why he was walking like if I thought I needed to carry a stick because I might be I, attacked, I, I would he was, not go back. I think he was going out to the barn to feed the other animals. Can't he hire? Like he's Johnny motherfucking <laughs> Cash. I'm sure he's got helpers. But that's probably. They're disposable. <laughs> but he's Johnny Cash. He wanted those animals so he could take care of them. <sighs> and so he's going out and he decides on the way back, I'm going to take a stick in case this ostrich decides to get frisky. And sure enough, he's walking back and the ostrich appears again, does the same thing, crouches, puts its wings out, starts hissing. And Johnny Cash grabs this stick and swings it and misses. That was unfortunate. That was a bad choice. And that 100% would be what I would do <laughs> oh, if yeah. you've ever seen me play softball. I, yeah, I would... If I was him, I would have hit the ostrich instead of missing. <laughs> I mean, that's a preferred method. Right. That, I feel like he would have gotten better results. Yes. But he swings and misses. And as soon as he misses, the ostrich leaps in the air and comes down and slices Johnny Cash's abdomen open with its gigantic fucking razor claw that would be so surreal to look down and be yes. one i'm johnny cash <laughs> two i can't believe i have an exotic animal farm three i just got my stomach like i've survived jail i've survived alcoholism and drugs <laughs> i might die by an ostrich like toenail and that point in johnny cash's career was not good like he was kind of a joke 
in music at that point. So this if he was the wrong time to be attacked. if he died at that point in that way, Johnny Cash would be a joke yeah. to history. So uh, he wasn't because one, when he fell, he had the presence of mind to keep swinging the stick and eventually hit the ostrich on its leg, which caused it to run away. Which come on, you have two legs. What what do you need them both for? Keep fighting. <laughs> Fucking idiot. You're talking about the ostrich? Yeah. Like the ostrich should have stayed in the game and not been such a loser quitter. And the thing that saved Johnny Cash's life in true country music fashion, he was wearing a gigantic belt buckle. I applaud that. And had he not been wearing that belt buckle, this ostrich would have probably ripped out his internal organs. But instead, it hit that belt buckle and just slipped off. What do you think? Okay. And again, you never know what you'll do in this situation, but let's pretend you got attacked today by an ostrich and you had a stick in your hand because there's like fight or flight. Like I'm almost 100% certain, just like what I did with the Aphrodite Jones interview, I always, I, it, I, it only serves me if a bear is around, but I freeze. Yeah. I think I'd be a goner. I, I can tell you about the one fight I've been in in my life. And it's not dissimilar to what happened to Johnny Cash. <laughs> I was at Steamboat Days. We talked about this, but tell it again, because I don't know why every once in a while I still get flashbacks <laughs> of it. It's like, was Adam the one who jumped up and kicked or the other guy jumped the up? The other and guy. Jumped up and kicked. This guy, my girlfriend cheated on me with this guy who was like 20 and bitches had fucked cray. my like 15-year-old Pure girlfriend. Bitches be cray. But uh, so he committed a sex oh, crime. Oh, yeah, 100. Yeah. And... At one point, I was talking to her on the phone, and he grabs the phone and is like, I heard you say you're going to kick my ass. And I was like, well, now I have to. <laughs> like, now that you've That's like, so you could have nice. just kept that information it, to yourself, and we could have never fought. Running, it's like I'm running for a mayor. I'm like, no, I'm sorry. Like, what are you talking about? Can I shake your hand and kiss your baby? I'd never say that. Yeah. You're was, an amazing person. Yeah. So I had to. So on screwing my boyfriend. So Steamboat Days happens. And I'm like, well, he's going to be there. All of Peoria is at Steamboat Days. Mm -hmm. And I find him talking to this girl. And I just walk up and tap him on the shoulder. And when he looks, I fucking hit him in the face. And he like bent over a little That's bit. That's ballsy. And it was my first fight. So I was like, okay, did I win? Like, is it over now? Right. Because I hit him and he bent over. So someone's going to break this up and I'm done. But no, he instead runs in a circle and then jumps <laughs> what looked like 15 to 25 feet in the fucking air and does this karate kid maneuver. And I was just looking at him <laughs> in awe. Like, I'm going to get fucking wrecked. Like, I want to fuck this guy. Wrecked. I'm going to get murdered. And then his foot just, like, kind of taps my chest a little bit. And I look down and I'm just, like, fucking stunned. And he punches me in the head. <laughs> It was like it was like Mike Tyson's punch out where I just had I had turned purple. I had the star around my head. And he just I I did not know I did not expect that. I didn't expect to end up in a movie maneuver. So you were Johnny Cash. I was definitely Johnny Cash without even the stick. No, I hit I, I connected the with the stick yeah. was my problem right. and got too cocky. Yeah. Like I, there was a. If you had a belt buckle on, would that have saved your eye? <laughs> he had a ring on, and it cut my was ear. Was it a class ring? Probably. Oh, one hundred percent. Probably one that his high school girlfriend gave him. Right, that has like yarn around it, so it fits better. Yeah, and it cut my ear open, and then I had to like 
get a ride home from my parents and I'm just bleeding from the head. And I was like, oh, you know, I just got in a little fight. And they were like, we have to go to the hospital. Did they take you? Of course. I was bleeding. He bit my friend. Because a friend of mine jumped in before I got murdered. We should Google Peoria Public Records. Guaranteed he's in jail somewhere. Prison somewhere. I mean, he should be. What's the statute of limitation? Well, I'm not saying for that. Like, I'm sure he's went on to assault others. (laughs) That would be my guess. Oh, and if not, I just um, Googled my friend's uh, recent ex-boyfriend to see if he had any stalking charges because it was getting weird. Uh, So I have, for one month, an unlimited subscription to public records. (laughs) You just give me a name and I can look them up. You can just just at me, anybody out there. (laughs) I'll look up anybody until uh, approximately May 18th. This is exciting. (laughs) I'm going to think about this and send you some names. It was was kind of interesting because, like, a screen would pop up and they'd be like, he has a criminal record. Uh, And it ended up being, like, four traffic tickets, whatever. But you get to see, like, his assets and, like, where he lived and it even shows you where he lives now it was it was very interesting and it was like some of this information might be embarrassing to so and so uh do you want to proceed and every time i was like <laughs> press yes fast enough they're like we need 20 dollars. i'm like take all my money <laughs> we could build a steel dossier like the the thing they they can put together about trump okay with all the incriminating information and then we'll blackmail people is what i'm saying okay perfect yeah that i understand right there's got to be an app is there an app now that you can use to blackmail people no, but we should create one. Besides Twitter. <laughs> no, right? Remember when you said this in 2009? Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. So this Johnny Cash story actually gets crazier. Mm -hmm. Because after he survives this ostrich attack, he obviously is in the hospital. And he decided uh, to start taking pain pills. He had been clean for most of... The past few years because he had crazy drug problems and uh, getting your chest and stomach ripped open hurts. So he started taking pain pills and then realized, well, I really like I, I, I remember I like the way pain pills make me feel. When you're an addict, that's tough. Yeah. And he did one of the most addict e moves. Correct. In history. He stashed a bunch of pain pills and hid them under the gauze of his where his wound had been bandaged up. Mm-hmm. And what he didn't take into account is that the the juices from that open wound are going to interact with those pills and dissolve the pills into your system. And that happened. And he almost overdosed on pain pills in his hospital bed because they dissolved into his stomach. So Imagine if that's how he died. That, though, I feel like is not as much fodder. Maybe... For like yeah. late night TV as being killed by an ostrich. It nail. would it would somehow very wrongly like restore his bad boy persona. Oh, I agree. People would be like, oh, that's how I want to die. Like, really? Unless he fist fought the ostrich and lost <laughs> being just attacked and yeah, having your stomach ripped open and then but still being saved by a belt buckle. I mean, all of it is 
I mean, it's, it's not silly, but it's yeah, it's a crazy story. What he should have done is learn from the squirrels. You just pack them into your cheeks. It's not going to dissolve. You just store them in your cheeks. Right. Or just yeah. put them in your Johnny Cash. Just put them put under them your pillow. I was going to say under your ball sack. Yeah. <laughs> Tape them to your dick. Yes. Put them in your asshole. <laughs> no, I think they'll dissolve again. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Shout out to Stevie Nicks. So that was what happened to Johnny Cash. Yeah. Fucking crazy. Now let's uh, let's talk about some owls. Okay. <laughs> what brought this up? You know, I mean, we're just talking about birds, right. and I, I completely blind went into this topic mm-hmm. wondering, oh, I, are there birds out there that ever attack people? Mm-hmm. And if so, what kind? Right. Because I know there was that theory out there, but I feel like the the, the community has wholeheartedly rejected it. Shunned so it, yeah. So I had to do some research of my own and find out if there are any birds that attack people. And it turns out, from time to time, the great horned owl or the barred owl will both attack that ass. <laughs> that they will. Uh, however, if you live in a village uh, full of spotted owls, apparently those are the friendlier ones. Spotted owls are the good boys. Yep. Yeah. And barred owls come to town and kill the spotted owls and then start yeah. attacking you too. Even the name sounds dark. Yeah, barred owl. Great horned owl. And uh, I don't know why this is in all caps in the notes. Mm-hmm. That My message just slipped and hit the caps lock, but... Owls of all kinds have been known to attack people when defending their young, their mates, or their territories. This is actually the most common of the bird attacks you'll find on this list. Owls obviously don't kill people, and no one's arguing that an owl killed Kathleen Peterson. Mm-hmm. It's not like another owl gave it $1,500 and was like, her, get her. <laughs> that you know of, that we know of. Right. Uh, I think the the theory, as I've always understood it, is at least the owl attack theory is that she was attacked by the owl and freaked out and was like, what the fuck is happening? And ran in the house. And by the time she got in the house, she's bleeding profusely and she slipped and fractured her skull that way. I feel like Michael Peterson would be weird enough to pay an owl $1,500 <laughs> to attack his wife. That could be, too. <laughs> I'm just saying the say owl's we, involved. We should not take it off the table. <laughs> Someone put a wire on an owl <laughs> and send it to Michael Peterson and see what he says. So uh, the great horned owl can grow up to two feet with a wingspan closer to six or seven feet, has the clutching force uh, or their clutching force of their talons is as strong as 500 PSI, which is similar to that of a large guard dog. So imagine a fucking Doberman pincher swooping down from the sky and biting your scalp. That is what a owl attack is like. And they tend to concentrate on the face and head in battles with larger animals like bears or Michael Peterson's wife. Her head. Yeah. Right. They did, there were no body blows. That's fair. I wonder why they do go for the head. Because I a lot of times the attacks aren't really attacks. They have mistaken your head for prey of some sort. So they're it's not that they're like, oh, a human, go for the head. They just are interpreting your head as the thing that they are attacking. Like they, your head looks like a fucking beaver. You're having a bad hair day. <laughs> the wind's whipping your That's- bun around. How am I not attacked by owls (laughs) every day then? So there is a great article, which you would, had she reached out and asked me to title this article, Mm -hmm. 
I could not have been happier with the results. Okay, what are the results? The title of this article, which is on OutsideOnline.com, The Mysterious Case of the Pacific Northwest's Vengeful Owls. Wait, that's on our side, though. These owls are out for vengeance. It is, yeah. Oh, yeah, they're... But maybe they're calmer on the East Coast. No, this is actually about the... A lot of these stories are about the barred owl, which migrated from the East Coast. It's native to the East Coast, which is where the so the bar- Kathleen Peterson murder happened. Barred owls are like the Biggie Smalls. And the the great horned owl is Tupac. Okay, that's fair. Right. Okay, now I understand. Better. I think everyone understands yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. And her article, it's really fucking good. It's on uh, the mysterious case of the Pacific Northwest vengeful owls. It's by Catherine Malmo on OutsideOutline.com. Go give it a read, doubters of the owl theory. Uh, One of the incidents she describes, it sounds a lot like what people who are grown up enough to admit that sometimes birds attack people claim happened to Kathleen Peterson. Uh, Her friend, Malmo's friend, not Kathleen Peterson's, was walking half a mile from her home to his home. And do you think they just smashed? Probably. She <laughs> said they had just had some drinks and so probably. And it's also his fault like for being like half a mile to me after some drinks and late at night. Like I'm Ubering. And what happened to him, he had barely left the house and feels something on his shoulder that he said felt like being pushed by a hand. And he looks around and doesn't see anything. And next thing you know, there's an owl just on his fucking head clawing at his scalp. And he starts swinging his hands and basically fighting this owl off. And it eventually flies away and it lands like 20 feet away. And this crazy son of a bitch pulls out his phone and takes a picture of it before running away, which that is ballsy. But I wonder, though, if the flash would have frightened the owl. Like I might even do it. Well, I don't think I would have been that smart to stop and take it. No, I would have thrown my phone at him. Right. But I would wonder if the bright light would have freaked it out. Yeah. And if it's at night, there would have been a flash on. He got uh, swooped at four more times on the way back to his house by presumably the same owl. And she, in this article, goes through a bunch of different incidents from recent history. Carl Ostrom, a 77-year-old man was clawed or hit on six separate occasions in the late fall of 2010 while running on the trails near his home. Joggers always have the worst fate. Yeah. And what's creepy about it, my dad used to tell me or told me the story once about how when he was a kid, there was this blue jay that this one blue jay, every time he walked past it, it would swoop down at him. And he was like, I've fucking hated Blue Jays ever since. I don't think he said fucking. That's <laughs> me paraphrasing. My dad didn't talk like that. But we do. Yeah. Well, we're cool. <laughs> he fucking died at 50 like an idiot. So. But what about when you put the sunglasses on his urn? <laughs> then he's cool. That was a fun picture. It was. It was very cute. And he said this one bird would just attack him every fucking day. It would fly at him. And what's terrifying about these owl stories is it's not just that sometimes they're protecting their territory or their offspring if they 
eat or are attacked by a rodent that's carrying a certain bacteria, that bacteria or parasite can infect the owls and make them crazy and just make them murder owls. Right. But then think about it. If it attacked you, would it be transferring that parasite or that disease? I d- it would depend on if that parasite or disease is capable of being transmitted to humans. Because some of them, it would, in theory, transmit it, but we don't have the goods that it would need to live. That I would definitely go to the hospital for. But can you imagine poor Carl? First of all, again, 77 years old and running at all, let alone walking. I know. That's insane. But could you imagine going if he did go to the hospital? It's like, oh, (laughs) Carl and his owl (laughs) wounds are back again. (laughs) Like, what's to treat Carl this time? Yeah. It's like you'd think it's 77. You'd be like, all right, I've run enough. (laughs) I know. I've like, been doing this a I didn't while. I God before, but or now did he I feel start like running at seventy six? And he's like, "No, finally, <laughs> I'm finally losing weight." Now these fucking owls trying to maybe mess it, it all up. Yeah, maybe it wasn't in my in my cards to to be a runner. Oh my god! Also, Pat O'Rourke, a fifty six year old massage therapist, yeah, was hit four times between two thousand eight and two thousand thirteen on the trails in Seattle's Discovery Park. You think it was looking for heroin? I think that Pat worked at Massage Envy and was part of that big lawsuit when they were raping people. Do you think Pat had maybe trafficked an owl over and made it work in the massage parlor and was attacked by a relative (laughs) of that owl attempting to save its kid a la Liam Neeson and Taken? Um, So if I go into Massage Envy and they're like, do you want a male, a female or an owl to massage you today? (laughs) Or cassowary. <laughs> just, just know that owl specializes in deep tissue. Hollywood, if you're listening, taken but with owls. <laughs> I don't hate it. We're waiting. Yeah. We're waiting. I think we've been waiting. Yeah, I think so. Right. And they, Time's up. So Justin Masada, a 47-year-old accountant, was attacked by an owl near Lake Stevens, Washington. In Salem, Oregon, a barred owl has attacked runners so frequently in a wooded park that locals started calling him... Owl Capone, which is the cutest thing. I've never wanted an owl to have a gun more in my life. (laughs) Or syphilis. Yeah. (laughs) Or evade taxes. (laughs) Anything. Sell me some illicit booze. Uh, I think we have a a cigar that we sell at the Sev that's called Owl Capone. That's great. Yeah, I believe so. Can Can I get it free with the points on my app? Oh, possibly. I, d- I finally downloaded the app. And? It's great. Did, I claimed my free soda the other day. Did you get uh, take advantage of the 50 cents off chips for <laughs> for 20 day? <laughs> I did not. Shame on you. I should. I didn't even go to 7-Eleven on 420, which is it even I mean, 420? That's our other Super Bowl other than 7-Eleven. Oh, is it? Besides the actual Super Bowl? I can imagine. No, actually, 7-Eleven days are Super Bowl. What's 7-Eleven? When does that happen? Tell me, when does it happen? July 11th. Oh, okay. (laughs) That's clever. Yeah, totally. Free Slurpees, 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. I was at a show last night in Beaumont. They don't have a 7-Eleven, but for whatever reason, they always put my credits as a comedy store in (laughs) 7-Eleven. So he introduced me that way. So I'm like, great, I'll tie it into 420. Forgetting that last time I was there, I got into a heated debate about 
people that were pro bringing Seven Eleven to Beaumont, people that were anti, and it took up like half my set time. <laughs> but then I looked up and I saw a Chevron across the street, so I go, "Just kidding!" I work for Chevron. Download our app, and then it, then I was able to start my jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I like a Seven Eleven. Yeah, I, I do too. A few in my neighborhood. So there's Al Capone. Park officials in that area even posted warning signs that depicted an owl attacking a running stick figure. Yeah. Shit is real. Yeah. Uh, Malmo eventually posted on social media to see if anyone else had similar stories and got a deluge of replies from people in the Pacific Northwest who'd been attacked by owls. Barred owls also tend to kill other owls in areas where they've shown up. Spotted owl populations tend to decrease. Owl on owl crime. And for what it's worth, Barred Owl native to the East Coast, where Kathleen Peterson was killed. Hmm. But they're also in Kansas City. In 2017, an owl was terrorizing runners near Meyer Circle and Ward Parkway in Kansas City. You're familiar with that area, I'm assuming. Sure. Uh, A runner named Mark Zapian was attacked, making it the sixth attack that happened in the span of about a month. And an owl attacked a child in Bemidji, Minnesota. In 2017, Brianna Schmidt was walking a trail with her three-year-old daughter when, without warning, an owl swooped in. This is a quote. I was biking with my son. We were 30 feet in front of my daughter and my mom, and all of a sudden we heard screaming. I turn around on the bike, and this owl is flapping its wings all over her. Fucking filthy owl. Mm. Her daughter suffered lacerations and puncture wounds to her skull as a result of the attack. A jogger was attacked the following morning in the same area park rangers shut down the park they suspected the attack was carried out by a barred owl one of the barred owl it sounds like jaws like it keeps coming back and it was going for the family yeah because that is how that's how the barred part is spelled it's b-a-r-r-e-d so yeah yeah the barred owl that does need to be a not even a horror movie like a thriller right about just a owl with a vendetta so instead of the meg with jason Statham, what would we call it the The kathleen The Bard. Okay, The Bard. No, that's good. Yeah. And people are like, oh, what's that? Like, people that are barred from society. It's like, no, man, an owl. The script is practically writing itself during this I think we just wrote it. Yeah. Like, whoever buys it from us might want to punch it up. Kevin downstairs, like a court transcriber, just typing everything we say. Hopefully. Hopefully someone out there is on it. And, yeah, owl attacks are usually the result of the bird mistakenly thinking a human is about to harm their young but also can be the result of parasites that change the owl's behavior. So that's terrifying. So owls, man, owls have legitimately, there's something about the owl theory that has kind of turned me off. We haven't done as much true crime on this podcast lately. Mm -hmm. I feel like we've shifted more towards kind of paranormal stuff and just scary stuff that happens in the world. Well, it's gone pretty scary. Yeah, we can talk about whatever the fuck we want. Yeah, it's kind of an obtuse genre. Right. And yeah, I just, I really, I don't respect the the complete lack of even considering the owl theory when it comes to Michael Peterson. Because those wounds look like a fucking owl attack. And she had an owl feather in her hand, clutched in her hand with strands of her own hair, which would... Kind of suggests she was clutching at something on her head to have her own hair in her hand. Adam, Adam, Adam. Were you there gavel to gavel like I was? (laughs) I was not there gavel to gavel. Well, then you don't know, Adam. So that's our episode. 
Everyone, I'm just saying, be careful. There's owls out there, and they want to kill you. Yeah. They want to attack you. They want to harm you. They want to make you bleed from the head. Why don't you add us at Pretty Scary on Twitter <laughs> maybe one of these years? Adam will remember the password and help me help him answer these. I can find it. <laughs> or he can reset it. Yeah, I could probably do that, too. <laughs> I'll do it tonight. God damn it. And uh, I think that's it. Let's get out of here. All right. Sounds good. Carrie, say goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. We love you. Oh, my God.